I've been trying so hard not to love you You've been doing much better by far All those times I've lost my way without you, girl You got no idea I'm here at all It's interesting. Um, A couple episodes now into my anthology edition of Unofficial 3, to be exact. This is episode 94, but the third episode of the my anthology edition. And things are already changing for me on Reddit. I've been on Reddit for 10 years. I'm a, it's my most used app. It's my link to the world. I don't spend much time on Twitter. Only recently have I started to, really. Don't do Instagram. Haven't been on Facebook and I couldn't even tell you how many years. And doing this show is already changing how I operate. I'm much more patient and I'll still say some dicky things, but it's not as dicky as it used to be. I'm actually reading my messages and trying to keep conversations with interested people. I even got a chance to chat with someone whose really cool content I'd use in the first episode. Had a young lady thank me for supporting her in her position and how it really helped her emotionally because she'd been so frustrated. It's really, really interesting. And uh, it just, it's telling me that I made the right choice in this format. And it makes me really happy. And I just want to open up today's show with that. So without further ado, let's get to the front page. Do I start? I mean, do I start with this? It's um, Captain Joey posts, this shit pisses me off. Who fucking cares? And it's a snapshot of, it's some tweet, but it's a picture of, oh God, do I know? It's Julia Roberts and Gabriel Union and another woman that I don't know, apologize. And the top part says celebrities are going to going makeup free while social distancing. And at the bottom it says, they're so brave. Thank you for sharing their story. And then, and then Jesus zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Your fucking names never cease to make me laugh. I absolutely love you idiots. It's fucking fantastic. With 3,500 upvotes writes, breaking news, women not wearing makeup at home. Thank you for that. Look closer. They're still wearing eyeliner. No makeup, my ass. Desk fan 720 with the second comment. Very nice. Let's just read the third one. I'm not even going to check. Leviathan. Oh, Leviathan, but with the name Anne at the end. That is fucking adorable, Leviathan. That's so funny. Did you mean mascara? That doesn't look like eyeliner, except maybe on Julia. But I can't tell because of the shape of her eyelid. Oh, that one was just very straightforward. That one wasn't as funny. Which in itself is very funny. Now, I also want to say this. Of course, it is a silly time to be calling anyone without makeup on brave. But everyone's problems are unique to them. And I definitely understand vanity. And it is a dirty paradox trying to navigate this world with your judgments of beauty and maintaining your own version of what you think is attractive. And to some extent, they are a little brave because they're public faces and women who are aging in Hollywood. Like, it is not easy. Of course, it's silly now. I know that. World's falling apart. Goddamn coronavirus. But here's the thing. Those are really good pictures. Gabriel Union looks beautiful. I don't even think Julia Roberts is, is as pretty as most people do. She looks beautiful. And this other woman is gorgeous. Now, I'm biased. I don't like makeup, so I think they look great. But they posted these pictures. These are pictures they chose to put up on social media. And trust me, the very few pictures that I ever take of myself that don't get thrown in the garbage are always just the right angle, just the right distance, always looking my best. That is not what I look like. Please, let's get back to the front page. 
Okay, we're going to go a little sci-fi here. Actually, just science. No science fiction, but that was fun to say. This one uh, says, if sound can't travel in a vacuum, does that mean the Big Bang was silent? Christina posts. Jesus, who knows? God, let's see what the top comment is. Okay, Ink Seep one says, there was sound, or something like it, during the creation of the universe. Acoustic waves traveling at about half the speed of light cause shells of more dense matter in places that may have seeded galaxies. And then there's a link to something on Wikipedia called baryon acoustic oscillations. Baryon acoustic oscillations. In cosmology, baryon acoustic oscillations, BAO, are fluctuations in the density of the visible baryonic matter, normal matter, of the universe, caused by acoustic density waves in the primordial plasma of the early universe. Great, I'm glad we cleared that up. Cool, let's stay on science here for a second. This next post is titled, America Before and After Vaccines, from White Boy 0703. That white boy's got a July birthday, is my guess. Nice job, white boy. It's a picture. On the left, it says pre-vaccine era estimated annual morbidity in the U.S. On the right, it says most recent reports of cases in the U.S. And it literally has a column of like 15 syringes on the left side and a column of 15 syringes on the right side. And the ones on the left are filled with red representing a large number of cases. And on the right, they're mostly empty with small slivers of red showing the reduction. And I'm gonna give rounded numbers so as not to confuse and make it a little more digestible. On the left, it says diphtheria, 21,000. On the right, zero, 100% decrease in diphtheria. H influenza, 20,000 to 243, 99% reduction. Hepatitis A, 117,000 down to 11,000, 91% decrease. Hepatitis B, from 66,000 to 11,000, 83% drop. Measles, 530,000 to 61, 99% drop. Mumps, 162,000 to 982, 99% drop. Pertussis, not sure what that is, almost 201,000 down to 21,000, almost a 90% decrease. Pneumococcal disease, P-N-E-U-M-O-C-O-C-C-A-L, pneumococcal. I'm probably saying that wrong, although that's what it looks like. Pneumococcal. Nailed it. Pneumococcus is one of the most common causes of severe pneumonia. And that's from 16,000 down to 4,000, 74% drop. And polio is 16,000 to zero, 100% drop. Rubella, for almost 48,000 down to four, 99% drop. Congenital rubella, 152 to one, 99% drop. Smallpox, 29,000 to zero, smallpox to zero, 100% drop. Tetanus, 580 to eight, 99% drop. And... Varicella, 89% drop from 4 million to 449,000. And that is just a fancy word for chickenpox. Varicella. Did not nail it. Apparently, I got chickenpox confused with chicken parm. Sorry, Italy. But how can you really blame me? I've spent my entire life eating Italian food, and when I see a word like varicella, I say varicella. I don't say varicella. Although, maybe it still is an Italian word. And the guy on the internet is the one who is wrong. Top comment by Warp Him. Wow, with 3,200 upvotes. Varicella, I'll save you the Google. It's chicken pox. Very nice. Second comment, Mac3MyDAE. 
apparently make my day spelt very poorly. My Google was pertussis. It's whooping cough. There you go. Back to the front page. Oh, yes. How lucky am I? I've got a, a post from Leaf Currency, one of my favorite users. Turning Biden supporters' tweets into campaign ads is becoming a pastime of mine. Yeah, and we appreciate it. It's this regal picture of uh, Biden in this you know, perfect blue suit with a red striped tie, this American flag pin, and behind him are four American flags all blurred out in a very iPhone portrait, impressive sort of way. It really is a beautiful picture. And on the left, it says, the candidate that still has lots of rape to do to catch up to Trump. Vote Biden, beat Trump. Brilliant. Those are tweets by fucking, what? The candidate that still has lots of rape to do to catch up to Trump. Good Lord, that's where we are. It's a fucking travesty. Uh, top comment, Gurgon. I don't like him. I'm going to vote for the other Biden. Beautiful. Troll Hydra says, vote for Corn Pop 2020. One bad dude. And then Myontology posts, didn't he run a bunch of bad boys? Yeah, you heard right. That was me. I thought it was funny. And Corn Pop was a bad dude. And he ran a bunch of bad boys. See, I told you. Corn Pop ran a bunch of bad boys. It's in the historical records. Who the fuck is Corn Pop? This guy is literally running for president, which means we should probably stay on topic, right? What's this next one? Posted by Silly Core. I love that. Title, Bernie and Biden on the issues. It's a meme. It's a big blue box. Bernie on the left, Biden on the right. The top says, Bernie or Biden, be informed. Compare them on the issues that matter. Issue, politicians sexually assaulting women. And Bernie on the left says... Uh, all forms of sexual assault, whether uh, among politicians or otherwise, are completely unacceptable. Uh, allegations should be heard and weighed carefully, not immediately disregarded as falsehoods. Biden says, uh, listen here, fact, uh, Jack, let me tell you about, you know, you know the thing. Politicians can have a little sexual assault as a treat. All right, folks? Okay. Top comment from 321 Now Connecting says, with all due respect to OP, Biden's response is far too coherent to be realistic. <laughs> and then OP responds, silly core. For those who want to make your own comparison memes, here is the high-definition template, and there is a link to doing it yourself. And some stupid person says, thanks, friendo. Some stupid person being their username. I wasn't insulting anybody. I'm really trying to stop doing that. All right, this next one is an Eric Andre meme, the one where he shoots the person in his guest chair and then turns to the camera. This is by Professor on Edge, titled, You Know the Rules, and So Do I. Dead guy in the chair titled Young Voters. And Eric Andre says, Voter suppression, election tampering, 24-7 propaganda on network news, working 60-hour weeks to pay rent, eight-hour voting lines, polling places closing in minority neighborhoods. Why won't young people vote? <laughs> Home Phone Productions. Top comment says, Also, politicians are dog shit at appealing to young voters. So many of the boomer politicians really think that young people are vapid and naive and that we only care about social media trends and shitty platitudes. They consistently ignore the real issues we face, then turn around and wonder why young people on all parts of the spectrum don't bother to vote. Then again, apathy is the tool that helps them pass shitty policies without the people revolting. That whole avocado toast thing really pissed me off. I, I think if I recall correctly, people were using it to blame young people for not saving money to buy real estate. And although it's important to save money to buy anything that's long-term investment, to scapegoat a fucking piece of toast instead of taking responsibility for the truth about inflation, low-page minimum wage jobs, credit card debt, student debt, the fact that fucking homes cost millions of dollars when they cost $25,000 in the 70s, all of this stacked up. A cell phone is $1,000. We used to buy cars 
that would last years for $1,000. Fucking avocado toast. Give me a break. But for the record, if you're paying 15, 20 bucks for a piece of toast, you're, uh, you got to get your shit together. All right, looks like there's more corruption on the docket. All right, we've got Walrus Fighter. Ooh, that would be a tough fight. Hats off, Walrus Fighter. Posts, Biden's newly deleted tweet mails. And I'm going to do my best to, to read this. It's a, it's a conglomerate of different tweets all sort of photoshopped together. So it's a little confusing, but it says at the top, since Joe Biden has been credibly accused of sexual assault, his campaign advisor, Simone Sanders, just completely scrubbed her timeline of any mention of her ardent support of Christine Blasey Ford. Now, before I read the rest of what's in this picture, I want to say this. I didn't know who Simone Sanders was until two weeks ago, and my introduction to her was this. How do you feel your man Biden did tonight? Well, good to, good to see you, Chris. Wish you were here. This is a senior advisor for the Biden campaign, hot off the heels of the debate with Bernie, and she sits down with Chris Cuomo. Hey, Chris, wish you were here. In two seconds, in her introduction, she tells us exactly how not seriously she takes this. Uh, we think Vice President Biden did great. Look, at a time uh, where the nation and the world truly is facing a crisis, viewers were tuning into this debate um, to see leadership, to see someone um, who could handle this pandemic that faces us, to see someone um, that could could provide clear, um, competent uh, leadership and a plan to carry us forward. And I think they saw that in Vice President Biden. 15 seconds, and you know this is an employee. This is someone who is paid to have a position. She does not believe at all what she's saying. She said, um, six times in 15 seconds, and then referred to Joe Biden as a clear, competent leader with a plan. I'm sorry, a clear, um, competent, uh, leader with a plan. The first moments of this debate, I think, were extremely impactful. I think we also got to hear, um, past corona, coronavirus, COVID-19. Now, I've probably listened to this clip over the last two weeks, maybe 15, 20 times, and I still don't know what past coronavirus COVID-19 means. You know, she's probably saying that Biden just took a pass on dealing with it presidentially. We also got to hear about issues such as climate change. Uh, we heard about Social Security. And by heard about, she means Bernie brought up three times that Biden had fought on the floor of the Senate to end Social Security, and Bernie implored him to admit to the American people that he had fought against Social Security. But Biden continued to lie because that's what Biden does. We got into a very uh, deep section on foreign policy. So Vice President Biden demonstrated tonight that he will be ready to lead on day one. Uh, what voters are looking for, Democratic voters, we think, is someone that can deliver results. They're actually not looking for a revolution. There you have it. The voters are not looking for a revolution. Can I have my money now, please? And that brings us full circle back to Walrus Fighter's original post highlighting Simone Sanders' deleted tweets in defense of Christine Blasey Ford during the Kavanaugh hearing, which was, on a very real level, an attempt to find justice for her accusations of sexual assault by him from 30-plus years prior. And here they are, some of the tweets Simone did not want you to read. It's demoralizing to watch the patriarchy in America continue to silence the voices of so many, but the patriarchy's day is coming. We will not go silently into the night. Brett Kavanaugh is not out of the woods yet. His nomination can still be stopped. But regardless of what happens this weekend, if you stand on the side of justice and truth, we cannot stop fighting. Dr. Ford's courage was powerful. It was infectious and courageous. Prior to her testimony, her courage inspired me to tell my story of college rape. Unfortunately, many Senate Republicans just don't seem to care. After public pressure, she got her day. But instead of a fair hearing, she got a trial. Dr. Ford bravely stood before the world and told a truth far too many of us know all too well. 
She detailed how she was violated, how it affected her, and why she felt the need to speak up. And I think Vice President Biden gave them a, a clear roadmap on why he is the person that can deliver results for this country. Well, there you have it. I guess a little bit of sexual assault is just fine, as long as the check's clear. Thanks for tuning in today, guys. See you later. Oh, I believe in what we're gonna find And I don't need to cut you down to thrive I've been playing this game just to survive I bet I'll find in love Oh, I best stop breathing I've been trained to see the worst in everything You don't wanna see inside my mind Praying that my lonely days are over, girl. Tell the judge and jury I'm alright. Oh, I believe in what we're gonna find. Oh, I don't need to cut you out to thrive. I've been playing this game just to survive. Bet I'm dying. Breathe in.